Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. Uh, four of us in the studio this evening. You've got myself, Barry, and we've got Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Good stuff. Dan? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you may have laughed every week, Dan. And I've not even said anything yet. <laughs> Brilliant. And we've got Paul. How are you doing, Paul? Evening, Barry. Hey, yeah. Good stuff. Right then. Uh, wow. We'll start off with the Swansea game, I think. Um, I've got my own views on it. I'll go last on this one. I'll go over to you first, Rob. What did you think? Well, I thought, well, nothing really happened, did it? Till they scored the first goal. And first half, we kept, we contained them, kept them quiet. Didn't, we didn't have any attacking threat. We flat, didn't move the ball quick enough. Very lacklustre for me. Ali Abzi had little to do, sort of, up until the goal, really picking it out the back of the net. After the, we went 2-0 down, in, within a couple of minutes, we obviously changed our attitude, we was chasing the game, we started moving the ball quicker, we looked a real threat all of a sudden, got the ball uh, goal back quickly, and then even though I thought it was a poor 90 minutes performance overall, we could have come away with a draw if it, if it wasn't for the offside flag, so overall very disappointing performance, disappointing result um, and I just hope it isn't the start of the downward spiral in replicating the previous two seasons mm, Interesting final comment there yeah. I, don't th- I, I, I thought once we went 2-0 down we started to play ok like you say, I thought <coughs> we looked, looked a decent side Yeah. yeah. If you extrapolate that last 20 minutes out over the, cross, the course of the 90 minutes, if we'd have spread that performance out a bit more, um, things might have been a bit different. But it was as if it was all like a caramel centre. It was all contained in the last 20 minutes in a small part of the game. It was. Yeah. There's a stat down uh, which, which I found really surprising. James McCarthy and James McArthur outpassed the entire Swansea team. That doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't. Well, it did surprise. It surprised me due to the fact that we didn't seem to have the ball for the first uh, hour of the game. You know, that that was the problem. That is true, but I think the two Max do a brilliant job, unsung job. Usually, it's it's typical, isn't it? You, when we do bad or when we do good, they still um, they still stand out, don't they? Yeah, yeah they I still know. stand out. They still yeah. stand out even when we lose the game. People are pouring it down to the international break, me, myself included, because we, we just seem to have this mindset where we're going to lose. And I don't know if it is a mindset. Or what Do you, do you think that's played any relevance in it? Um, well, we were talking pre-record, uh, and I think Rob summed it up um, in the sense that he was saying that it was the last 20 minutes where we came to life, and he's just summed that up again now. And that flies in the face of it being tiredness from the international break. Um, I think the things that I would take from the game, I didn't watch it, I just listened to the Wish FM commentary. And the things that I take from the game is the fact that we had a reaction, we, 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 we shaped up, we always do. And the, the, whilst we could do that, we're, we're going to be okay, I think. And, you know, and we're talking about people getting in the doom and gloom scenario. And, and as I thought last year, I just think they're simply wrong. Well, we've great games into the season, mm. so I mean. Is it eight games? It is, isn't it? Eight, it'll be a eight fun Saturday. Yeah, so there's no, I don't think, season's not shaped in any way or form at the moment, is it? Otherwise, we might as well give Chelsea the championship. thought the first half was, was dire. Both both teams, I thought, were awful. It, it was a like an old, proper nondescript game. And then uh, Swansea came out in the second half a little bit more pep than us. 
I thought there were two two good goals from their point of view. I know people might think they were poor goals from our point of view, but I think if we'd have scored them, I'd have been quite pleased with that. I mean, especially Mitchell's header, I thought was a, was a cracking attack of the ball. Mm. Um, and then I thought we responded well after that. Um, like you say, Robbie, it was unfortunate that the linesman raised his flag when he did because Corny times has run perfectly, hasn't he? Just to slip in at the back there. Yeah, it's trem- yeah. tremendous. Um, he's going to get us goals in this season. Yeah. I'm just a bit worried about the other end at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, again, getting back to the tiredness issue, like Paul says, it, uh, the person I expected to be the most tired, John Bossejour, was one of our, our, our better players for me, and he supplied the cross, didn't he? Yeah, it? he did. Yeah. What is the difference then between uh, last season, the tail end, when we weren't conceding, and this season? What do you think? I think I think uh, for people who's listened previous, we, we discussed about how they changed the shape slightly with the two at the top. There's not enough defensive cover, and I think we're finding it difficult to track the full-backs, um, which is create, obviously they're getting a bit more space down the flanks. Whether our front two have got a pick and choose who they're running with uh, a little bit more intelligently maybe that's an issue but if you look at the goals we conceded Saturday you can't you can't use that as an excuse because there were two like you've already pointed out you think there's two good goals to score but from their point of view shocking and especially from myself being a defender to give somebody as much quality as you know Pablo Hernandez has to let him turn and shoot from 16 yards you can't do that at this level. You're going to get punished. And again, with Michu's header, he's had three defenders round him, but did not track his original run proper. All that I think Paul said earlier <coughs> that uh, Ramis sort of started chasing, like tracking him, and then half stopped. We all know where good he is in the air. We've seen it how many times this season already. He's scored three or four headers now, so. That's something we should have been ready to cope with, and we wasn't. And it's two poor goals, and like I said, two nil down with twenty minutes to go. It's an uphill task when you've not mm. tested the keeper. Mm. Mm. I thought in the first goal that Routledge, Ramis, Ramis was his man. He'd gone past Ramis uh, was his man because Bosajor was higher up the field, and so as as his fullback was higher up the field. And that allowed the space behind him to come into that Routledge went into, and Ramis was tracking him there, and he went past his man that time. Yeah. So I thought if you you know if you're going to pick the player who's most at fault, I'd pick him in, on, on both of them. But like I said they were two good goals, they well worked goals. So it's mm-hmm. not so much individual errors; it's just who is the closest in effect. Um, but it's interesting how you say that he kind of tracked him and stopped a little bit. Wonder if there's anything zonal going on in there. And he's transferred zones and they've not handed him off properly. We're the man on the post as well at that mm-hmm. side, aren't we? Which is, is, yeah. is, is not common for us, really, is it? That, even that didn't stop it. Was, I thought it was a good error. It was a good error. What did you think of the strategy, Dan, of the game? Uh, <coughs> you know, where we set about it? Well, you could put forward an argument for saying that it actually worked for 60 odd minutes or however long we went without conceding. And then us being away from home and all the point is better than losing. I think when the two goals went in, there was an opportunity, there was definitely a change in the way that we were playing. When the first goal went in, and then obviously the disallowed goal, I thought, if that disallowed goal went in, I thought we might have gone on to win the game, that it had changed so dramatically. At the point where they scored, there was 
um, Maichi and somebody else were stripped off ready to come on weren't they can't remember who the second player was Gomez yeah they, they were stripped off and ready to come on so you know we, we were there to to go for it um, having done a containment job for 60 minutes quite happy um, the fact that we almost I say the reaction is what pleases me mm. we've yeah. got the reaction we've got better squad overall than we had this time last year I don't think it will be a problem. I mean, I don't. Hopefully, it's not going to be as dramatic as it was last season. I won't mind if it is, but as long as we survive again. I'll tell you what I noticed, which uh, I've noticed for the last two games now, uh, something that hasn't happened before. Dying minutes, corner to us, and uh, mm-hmm. Ali pops up. Yeah, I mean, that's something <laughs> yeah. different, isn't it? That was know? fun. Yeah. He did it against. Oh, who was it? Stoke. Was it Stoke or Everton? Yeah, I do. Yeah, do you remember? Yeah, Everton the on game. Yeah, I, I remember um, having an argument with, with Roberto about this on one of the one of the meet sessions that we had, where if you're losing and it's the dying seconds, you know, throw everything you've got, throw your kitchen sink, and he's like, no, no, we control the body. You know, if you throw the kitchen mm. sink, you're taking a chance, yeah. and you're hoping on a 50-50 and not being in control. And I was and, and I had the argument thinking, well, you're not in control if you're losing in the 90th minute. Yeah, you know, you, you don't want to throw, you're in trouble anyway, but. You must have got through to him. Well, I'm hoping. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, because so he got his head on it as well, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah it, 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 I actually, said, didn't I? Yeah. I actually thought it was flying in the corner, and yeah. I was already on my feet. Yeah. Oh, it was that dodgy stream, wasn't it? Best cut that out. I don't watch dodgy streams. I thought somebody had something in an internet calf somewhere in Italy, and you're just walking past the window. It and was <laughs> a satellite feed in an unnamed pub. Right. Yeah. Do uh, but yeah, it's the one thing that I was crying out for in those last five minutes. We were tippy tapping it around the edge of the box. The situation was calling out just to get it in there, and anything can happen. Yeah, they, they were a little bit rattled, I think. Swansea at that they point. They look very rattled. They look very rattled. So anything could happen. Yeah. Just give it a go, yeah. and if it doesn't work, they were nervous. They were nervous. And somewhere it's been said that it might have even been Brian Lavro that said us and Everton. I've been the two best teams. Did, yeah. Visited, visited yeah. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's just one of those. We're in that situation once again where we feel like if we just get the right result, the right sort of mentality comes back, and off you go. I mean, you know, what's the difference at being two 0 down? Suddenly it matters more. Mm. You know, at nil nil, it's not so bad if you don't go and score. At two nil down, if you don't go and score, you've lost. So there's a, there's a realism about it. And that brings us lovely through to the next piece I want to talk about. 2 0 down, it matters. Who have we got on Saturday? Oh, West Spam. Wet, wet Spam, yeah. And, and uh, the last time we played them at home, we were 2 0 down at half time. Mm. And think, it mattered. Yeah. Didn't it? I think yeah. we almost remember that one well. We, yeah. I've just been doing a little bit of uh, a little bit of record checking. Like I said, we play West Ham on Saturday and. and uh, I think it's a, it's going to be a tough game, uh, but we do we don't do too badly against West Ham. We've played them in total nineteen times, with seven wins and ten losses, and two draws. In the Premier League, it's a, it's a lot closer than that, with uh, five wins to six losses and just the one draw. So it's pretty pretty decent between the two teams. They've had a good start to the season. They've only lost one game away. That was at Swansea, where they got tated three 0 and they were pretty poor that day. Did you see? Yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Yeah, they were pretty poor. So I'm hoping they're going to turn up and play exactly like they did then. Uh, the last time out, 
they was a QPR, weren't they? And, and uh, they got a they got a win there, two one. Anyway, so what do we think of what do we think of West Ham on Saturday? Rob? Very difficult game. I think we know everyone knows about Allardyce the way he sets his team up. Difficult to beat. I think we can probably expect a lot of long balls up to Carroll. I think we've got to be sniffing around that second ball, make sure we were winning those battles because I don't see. Colwell or Ramis getting the better of Carroll in the air, so we've got to make sure we're winning them second balls when it drops. Right. Do you, uh, do you see Carroll as a danger man, Dan, or would you would you put that to someone else? I actually rate Carroll, and that was a fantastic. It was a coup for him, I think, when they signed him. I would love to have someone like Carroll at Wigan Athletic, even though I know Martinez may not necessarily see him as fitted into the style that we've got, but he's got the power. He's <laughs> I'm kind of surprised, really, that Liverpool let him go, as it were. I mean, he needs supply, though, doesn't he? He needs the su- supply. And Matt Jarvis, Paul, what do you think of Matt Jarvis? I mean, he, he's, um, he's, I think he's doing quite well, though. He's fitted mm. in quite nicely as well. Yeah, Another newcomer. Good player. He's a good player at Wolves. You know, there's one or two players in that side. Um, the lad that's gone up to Sunderland. Fletcher. Decent players. Mm. You know, they they looked at one stage like they were they were not any hope of going down, but you know by the end they were quite dire. But I guess that comes down to again mentality because they're not suddenly become good or bad players. It's it's how much effort they're willing to genuinely put in. Right, so we've got we've got Carol and uh, we've 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 got uh, Matt Jarvis, two newcomers, both dangerous players. There's a third player in there as a newcomer to the West Ham side, but it's somebody we know quite well. Someone who didn't like our town, doesn't like the girls in Wigan. One more the army. So he's going to be returning. What do we think of that? What he's going to be getting some stick off me like I've never given it to any other player. And the reasons for that are if he would have made his decision to leave Wigan on footballing reasons, I would have respected that. Much like we've seen him in the past. Example, Hugo. I give him a nice range of applause when he came on. Beat him when he touched ball because he no longer plays for us. Mm-hmm. But that's a different thing. With the army, I think he's he's gone for the money and I can't respect that and I'm going to give him some step for it well do, uh, yeah I agree do you not think there's an argument for saying that he left because he wasn't getting first team football anymore at Wigan I think he should have applied himself better I, I, I can see sort of see your point but application to me he should have fight, put his you know try fighting for his place rather than Jumping shit. I think he's just gone for the money and for the money only. At the time he left, he was every bit as good a player as either of the Jimmy Max, but he just didn't get a game, and and they've just got to set out on Saturday to show why. Hmm. If they do that and they do that well, I wonder if he came back from the African Cup of Nations with a bit of an attitude. I wonder if he did mm. because it's he never played again since then. He's would just he, bit, would he, bit in, at that point. He'd have been, like, been eligible to have talks with people. In the it would have been. Months. It would have been. I wonder whether he'd had some talks and he came back with a bit of attitude. And Apparently, he'd, he'd talked to Liverpool Anti and, <coughs> and he'd agreed a deal to go there. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> before uh, Queen Kenny got the Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. You know, as a player. I, I rate him and he's good and he's dangerous I think he is but I think and we're wrong we have to give him a load of stick yeah mm-hmm. absolutely he's an opposition player that's why you go I didn't clap you but you go I, I give him you know some some proper stick because he's an opposition player absolutely at the end of the game I give him a round of applause he's yeah. totally different then yeah yeah but if you look at our results as well with uh, the two Jimmy Max 
our good re results and good form coincided with them two playing in midfield together. And if you look at the results when the army started the games, our win percentage is probably mm. 20, 25 percent more than mm. what it was with him and the team. And like he is like I agree with Paul. I think he's an ex exceptional player. He's one of the most talented players I've probably ever seen in a Wigan shirt. But then again, there must be there must be a reason for the why the results went like they did when he mm. was in the team. So I think you've got to take to con some consideration to that as well. Yeah, I think the Macs are more disciplined in, aren't they, within the role they play, where yeah. he, he was a little bit less disciplined at tracking back, etc. Yeah. What have you? So, but then that can be a strength, can it? Can yeah. Getting forward. I was going to say, is what do you call a show card player? A show card player. Yeah. What do we mean by that, Tom? He's always looking to grab the limelight whenever he can. You know, like the Chelsea goal. Yeah, so yeah. if you compare him to someone like Jordi Gomez, say, and I'm not doing Darren Gomez in any way when I say this, but if he sees an opportunity, he will go for it. Do you know I mean? If there's a gap, he'll run for it with the ball. Whereas Gomez, he'll, he's a little bit more deliberate. He'll think about what he's doing. But do you know I mean? <coughs> Like more of an instinct player. Mm, that's like right. Na naturally, natural. That's right. I yeah. think that's what I was yeah. searching for, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, obviously, Martinez saw something in, in him, didn't he? He brought him from like, the Spanish second division. Mm. Uh, and there'd been one or two clubs snipping around him, but nobody was prepared to take the, the risk on him. Martinez did, he saw that in him. And threw him in straight away. He only signed for us on the Friday, didn't he? He made his debut against United on the Saturday. Obviously, he weren't fair because he, he, he was awful in that game, I thought. He, he had a good first half, and then the second half. It just passed him by. Uh, I think because he went off at half time, that's probably why it passed him by. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, obviously, I mean, Martinez did see it, see it in. And that's another thing, Rob, where I'm with you. I don't like that. Uh, you know, Martinez took the risk on him, gave him his chance, put him on the stage. Yeah. And like you say, he didn't fight for his place, and, and off he goes. That's what I forgot to say earlier. Uh, that we took a gamble on him. No one would, like you said, no one would touch him. Because of the art problem, what he has. Now, we've took a gamble on him. I would have liked, for once, someone to show us a bit of loyalty. Because we do that with players when we're offering them these contracts. Yeah. And I'd like to see a bit of loyalty. But it's not, he's thrown that back in our face, and that was a bit, I'm a bit bitter, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Gone but is it going to be, Dan, do you think it's going to be like another Yugo situation where, you know, I can see it happening, he comes back and he scores the goal, gets, you know. I'd label him scoring on Saturday. Yeah. I really would. It seems inevitable, doesn't it? We've had Baines score against us. We've had Hugo score against yeah. us. Next, it's going to be the army. But hopefully not. Hopefully not. Yeah. I'd love to nail them. I'd love to nail them. I'd settle for another three-two. Yeah, another three. -two. The last minute. Charles is on Google. No, I wouldn't. No. I couldn't stomach that again. <laughs> <laughs> Much as I enjoy it, it's, it's hard work going through it. Yeah, when I watch, re if I watch a replay of Charlie Nicholas commentating on the game, you know when he's oh, yes. even that gets me going. Mm. It was one of the most exhilarating yet painful football matches I have ever witnessed in my yeah. life. I must have watched that video of Charlie Nicholas about four times, five times since that day. Like Graham Lovett, as we ringed on for a while. Yeah. Um, and then the bit from Stoke where he goes, they've heard something behind the goal, them Wigan fans, they've heard something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've had some, some great titles, haven't we, with West Ham? I mean, the, the season when uh, 
with, with Tevez, you know, when, when with all the Tevez stuff. I mean, that nearly put us down, that, mm. didn't it? That, you know, and they beat us three, was it three nil or three one or something? Three one, was it? Oh, that was awful, that. That was awful. I mean, we, we were through the trap door that season and, until we got the result we got at, at Bramall Lane, but. Stayed up by one goal, didn't we? We stayed up by one goal. And then uh, even before that, we go back to, to the championship season, our first season in the championship. All we needed was a point against them to, to go in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Was that Sheringham? Not Sheringham. Could have that. You look Brian wrong. Dean. <laughs> Brian That's Dean. Dean. How, how wrong was that? Tevez yeah. and Mascherano, you've got one playing for Barcelona and one playing for English champions. Yeah. Yeah, just come here, be alright, sit there. Somebody else will and you sit there and everything. Keep West Ham up, jobs are good. Jobs are good. They've yeah. not got establishment help, have they not? Yeah. Mm. Lawsuits later. Mm. And they've still not been paid, have they? Mm. No, they're still, yeah, they're still after the money. Yeah. And yet they signed Carroll on, on 70 grand a week. Anyway. So, but getting back to West Ham on Saturday's game, we can get dragged into the politics of this quite easily. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm just getting told off by the way for scraping my hands on the desk, making a brushy noise. So, Tevez, uh, not Tevez, Vastez is always in here, he's uh, got a nasty shoulder injury I believe. Now, I, I, I'm not a fan of his, but he does sometimes bring something different to the game, and uh, you know, it's just that little spark now and again. So, in a way, I'm, I'm quite pleased he's out. He's out, but noble midfield. He's not a bad player, is he? No, he's, he's probably the best player. I, I think, to be honest, he keeps him ticking. He moves. He's one of you know. He, he likes to play football as it should be played on the deck. Yeah. Uh, full of energy, box to box, grabs goals. Yeah. He's um, for me. He's probably, like I said, the best player they've got. And Nolan as well, isn't it? Kevin Nolan. Uh, uh, horrible. I think he's an horrible player. An horrible player. Like Kevin Davis, that time, yeah. hell was everywhere. But he scores goals. Yeah, he's in that um, mode. And if he plays for your team, you love him. You know, them types. Mm. But for me, that's where West Ham finish. We go to the back, back line and, and Yaskalainen and Nets. I have no confidence in him. And I can see, if we get at him, I can see, you know, what, at least two goals in us. At least two goals on Saturday. What do you think, Dan? Yeah, I think we're just about ready to explode on that. If something clicks, if that one thing clicks, we could have a 4 or 5 nil. It's like last season with the Newcastle game. Ah. It's all the tension building up and then it all releases itself in one game. Yeah. A bit weird. Weird, yeah. So, Paul, what do you think? Mm. It'd be nice to have a 4 or 5, wouldn't it? I, th yeah. I think something is a necessity. Well, we went to learn, didn't we? With, uh, they had, they, they had to, in, in the Capital One Cup, uh, and Collins were playing. Uh, he'll be playing on Saturday, no doubt, at the back mm, front. I think they did half decent side out there. Yeah, they would turn them over. Mm. And, and, and seriously, turn them over with some of our uh, squad players. Yeah, it's, but the back line let them down. Allardyce mm. was pulling his hair right away. Uh, I don't think the back lines are much, up to much. Me, I don't. I don't rate Tompkins. I really don't. So I've never rated him, and I know there's a lot of talk about him being the next big thing at centre back but not for me. There was, a, there was a young, I can't remember what his name was off the top of my head, there was a young lad that played, Hines, is he still there? No he's gone. No, he's he's he was League he, One he, isn't he? He yeah, he, yeah he scored, in fact he scored the other day but I couldn't tell you who he was playing for. Is he Brentford or somewhere like that. He looked good in that 3-2 game. I thought he was one yeah, of the Yeah, they brought him on, didn't they? Yeah, he's rapid, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. But sometimes fast players don't have an, an end product. I mean, uh, yeah, there's, there's a few in the sprinters in football boots. Sprinters, yeah. 
What do we think? I'll go for, I think we'll, we'll win 2 0, if I'm being honest. I, I think we'll win uh, because of reasons we've already discussed. I don't think they're great at the back. We're not great at the back. Uh, I'm going to go for a, t- a hard fought 2 1 victory. Dan? I'm going to go for 3 2. Chelsea's obviously a last minute goal. <laughs> <laughs> You've read um, that, haven't you? That's, that's a, dr- a yeah, dream. Video, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go for 2-0 as well. Paul, come on. Well, I'm sat in Gareth's usual seat, so I'll be more realistic rather than hopeful. Um, <laughs> What's trying to say? 2-2. Two, two, two. No, I think Gareth usually gives his... Oh, that's the way it's not about Gareth. I think Gareth usually gives his head result rather than the rest of us going with our hearts, doesn't he? 2-2. Um, two, two. Popular two, two. score line this season, 2-2 yeah. two, two for us as well. Not at all. Oh, yeah. as Charlie Nicholas would say. Then we move on to next Tuesday and the next stop on our road to Wembley because that's where we're going to end up come the end of February we're going to Wembley I've got my train tickets booked already Yeah, the hotel Have you? Good stuff What date is it? I don't know why I know I know It is I'll tell you what it is It's the 24th of February and we're going to play Reading that weekend away, so we'll be going there. They're not knocked out. No, we're going to play them in the league yeah, that, that weekend, yeah. so we'll be uh, we'll be down there anyway. Twenty fourth of February, I can smell it, I can feel it. Anyway, we've got Bradford first, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, League Two club should easily do them. But they're flying, they're flying at the moment, and they've sold the full allocation of tickets. And the fans are clamouring to get down on the day because mm-hmm. they've heard you can pay on the gate. Apparently, I've been told by a Bradford stalwart that they're looking to infiltrate the home stands as well. And, in, and they're pleading with the club to open the south stand and, yes. and let them in. I heard that as well. Yeah, but we'll not open the south stand. We'll not give opposition either end. So what do we think? What, how do we think this game's going to go? Going to be an easy victory. I'll be honest, I think if you look at the last two cup games, we played our sort of fringe players, hungry players who's looking to get in the first team, like Baselli, I think it's another chance for him to shine, isn't it? Uh, Atrick the other day for the under-21. So. He did, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah, I, I think we'll put him to the side, I really do, uh, shut them people from Yorkshire up, keep them quiet, I'll go for a 5 or 6 nil. 5 or 6 nil. wow. Yeah, I think we're going to put him to the side. Well, good yeah. stuff. I hope you're right. Yeah. I hope Why you're not? right. Do I say it's going to be 4-1 again? 4-1, 4-1. 4-1. And then we'll do that all the way through the <coughs> competition and win 4-1 against Manchester United we'll in the final. Set a record. I hope United are out before we get Oh, are they? Yeah, not say hope they already? No, no, no. They play Chelsea. Oh, right. So they could be out. Yeah, I hope they are. Yeah. We'll get Chelsea and Victor Martins. I hope we play Crawley Town or Swindon or somebody like that. Well, that'll do me. Swindon, yeah. Not Swindon, please. Perfect. Anybody but Swindon. Anybody. <laughs> Arsenal, United, Chelsea, anybody. Not Swindon. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going for 4 1? No, I'm going to go for 2 0 as well. <laughs> <laughs> 2 0. Paul? I don't think I've ever watched us win in the cup. You're not going then? You're not no, going. no, I'm going. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no. I, mean, I, mean, I sort of, the, the horrendous cup runs started when I started going, so. Um, the best I've seen, I think, was a 2 2 draw in Ox County. Yeah. We've never done well in, the, in any mm. cup competition, ever, apart from reaching the final of, of the 
this competition in 2005 in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup back in mm-hmm. the 80s. We That's also it. there was a season I remember where we beat Manchester City at home, wasn't there? Was that in the Carlin? Yeah, it was. That was, was that on Ellison? television. Was it Little? Yeah, we, we beat them twice in a, two seasons in a row. In yeah, Cup. yeah, and well, we beat Fulham as well, didn't we? Yeah, we played. We had a couple of little runs mm. in it. Yeah. yeah, Middlesbrough. We lost against Middlesbrough in quarterfinals, and then Blackburn, Blackburn the season yeah. after. Yeah, we had a bit of a decent run. That was under yeah. Jill, I think. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping Rob's right with his hungry players. Yeah, I think we're going to spend. They're, they're going to have a, a big day out, aren't they? Oh, massive! Yeah. yeah. But they're, they're playing. They're playing quite well, I believe. I mean, I've, I've seen them on TV on the uh, the Saturday night league. Yeah, football, the league, football league show. Yeah. Uh, and and they, they look like you know they, they're very direct. They look like you know balls in the box. Everybody's flying in, bang bang yeah. bang. You know, it's one, one of them type of things. Uh, but it's League Two football, isn't it? It's what happens. I mean, we've been there. We know it ourselves. Yeah. For those of us who can remember, and we've <laughs> suffered at the hands of it as well, haven't we? Well, yeah, on all years. Lessons learned. Notts County, Swindon, Spring to Mind. Yeah. Canvey Island. Canvey Island. Yeah. Oh. Well, if we get the ball on the deck and start knocking it about and yeah. taking control of it, then once we get a couple up, we, we could quite comfortably stroll home. But I think if the longer it goes on tight, you know, it's fairly typical of a of a. David Goliathy type cup tie, isn't it? The longer yeah. it goes on tight, the better they get, and they've already got a stack load of fans coming. Yeah, but I think with uh, with Jones, Watson, and, and Gomez in midfield, yeah, well, it's too too good for them. Yeah, they should get near it. But no. yeah. Yeah. I really fancy Baselli to to spank spank a few in. Yeah, he's yeah. a man in form. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, he deserves a start on a Saturday, doesn't he? Yeah, that's great. But would you leave out? Well, that's the problem. Uh, that's the problem. It's like this what we were talking about last week, isn't it? When Alcatraz comes back, mm. who makes way? Or does he even come back into the team? Yeah, is that why he's still out? They canned Alcatraz, it's not coming back. Mm. I wanted to see the end of that. Also coming down on on Tuesday evening is an old Latics legend who was also on a, a Bradford City legend a little bit before your times, I think. But not before mine, sadly. <laughs> Bobby Campbell. Uh, he was an absolute gem of a centre forward. Uh, he used to put the ball in the net, and anybody else who was in his way as well, he, he didn't mind who took with it. Uh, but his experience, I remember when, when we signed him, it was a bit of a coup. Uh, Blackpool were after him as well, and, and they were slightly above us in the league, and, and it was a bit of a coup. That was, I think we played 25,000 for him. And I remember a, an interview with him, and he said, Why did you choose Wigan over Blackpool, Bobby? And he had a proper Irish brogue, and it was hard to understand. But I, I'm not going to do the accent. But he said, he said the reason I chose Wigan was every time I've been to this ground, the fans have given me nothing but stick. He said, and I love that. And he said if they're as passionate for, about me when I'm playing for them as they are when I played against them, that'll do for me. And I thought it was fantastic. He summed him up to a T, and that's what he played. And he played with his heart. He was a brilliant player. Well, you off to a good start, that doesn't it? And be, become a fan's favourite. Yeah. Yeah, so so I'm looking forward to seeing Bobby Campbell, and I know the Bradford City fans. I, I mean, I've been in contact with one or two, and and uh, like you know, really pleased that he's he's going to be there as well. So I think it, it's going to be a good occasion. I, I hope I'd love us to do them six 0 Robin, with you, but I don't want to. I, I want them to to feel like they've been part of a game rather than just making up the numbers. If you know what I mean, sure he's shaking his head here, Robin. Sure 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 no <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. It's a big, it's, it's a big, this is it's a massive goal. There's a massive goal between the two yeah. leagues. Uh, realistically, we should 
pommel of six nil, but you just don't know, do you? It's the great leveller, isn't it? The cup, it is, cup yeah. competition, yeah, it is. The mentality is just completely different. Yeah, I, I don't know who the ref is. I mean, uh, I know the uh, the Capital One uh, have been using like lower league referees all the way through. It's haven't they? Uh, they've been giving young lads, young referees, opportunities. So if they start flying in and kicking us, I mean, we're a Premier League club. We might, for once, get a few decisions going our way. If you know what I mean. So that might be a bit, a bit, uh, a bit strange for yeah. us to, to, to be on the end of that, but. Let's make no mistake, well, they're going to come and have a right go, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. 5,000 fans aren't, behind them. Aren't they just? Yeah. yeah. Aren't they just? Right, good day out for them. Yeah, yeah and, and, and for the Latix fans who are listening to this, I'd urge you uh, to go and get your tickets, because we need, we need that support for Tuesday night, don't yeah. we? I mean, really it's do. the natural mentality of our players to walk in feeling they've already got half a job done before they stroll on the pitch, yeah. and their players are going to walk on the pitch knowing they need... Hundred percent, just to even be competitive. Yeah, and that's that's where you come on slot in a cup game. It is, and I think that's that. That's probably why we've done well in this because, like Rob says, and you've said, Paul, we're putting hungry players into the team yeah. who who perhaps aren't going over that attitude because they've got a point to prove, and that's the difference, isn't it? Maybe that's why we, we demolished Forest like we did, and we demolished West Ham, and we're going to demolish Touchwood, Touchwood, Touchwood. Yeah, it's a good bonus though, isn't it? Two home games in a week. Can't complain about that. Can't complain. Yeah, and then we're we're, we're away after that. Tottenham. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, right. The next podcast uh, will be coming live from Bradford uh, game as well. So we'll we'll see you all then. A good night from me. <laughs> and a good night, <laughs> good night from, from us. us. Thank you. <laughs>